Have y'all heard of a uh, Light Three Sixty? That app. Uh, it sounds familiar. Is it like a like a Bible study app or something? No, it's um, it's an app that lets you uh, track your uh, family members and friends. And uh, every time my mom or my brother gets home, uh, it'll give you a notification saying, you know, mom, your mom has arrived. Mom has arrived home, or mom has left home, or you know. That's terrifying. That's that's too much. I remember my dad. What's the thing on iOS where you can uh, you like share your location or something? Oh, yeah, find my off or yeah, find yeah, my yeah, friends. Yeah. My dad tried to get me to do that for a long time, and I never would. That's that's just too much. I need a little bit of. I don't know. I need I need a little bit of privacy. That's, that's too <coughs> I much. Agree. I seen that earlier, and I, I completely agree. I mean, yeah, I guess you know. Yeah, I don't want to be low jacked twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah. I, I think um, Foster and Caitlin use that. Uh, I don't see. That's too far. That's a little no, too far. Emily and I have had the conversations. Like, if you ever, if you ever suggest that I do this, because you're not going to make me do it, but if you ever suggest that this happens, it's done. <laughs> no, uh, oh yeah, you don't bump see, your head. Find that my, oh. that kind of thing right there is the reason I hate the government. Mm-hmm. Because find, they oh. try to track you. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, you're good. Go ahead, Matt. Find my friends. Is, I mean, it's one thing. I mean, that's okay. Won't notify if you like left home or anything like that. I mean, that's. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, but. I know that, Facebook's that's... tracking me and stuff, but at least they do it quietly in the background where I don't know <laughs> yeah. about it. I'm where you so... don't really think about it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So are you going to get it? Have you got it? What? Get what? That app. Oh, yeah, Life360? Oh, yeah. I'm on it right now. I mean, I've been, I've, been on, <laughs> I mean, I've been on it for like the past week. My mom made me like set it up like, you know, here, just try it. Let's try it. It's, it's fun. You know, you can, you know. I'm going to keep you out until like three o'clock this, or tomorrow morning, and then her phone's going to go off when you get home. And she's going to be even madder, what? not just at the fact that you got home at three o'clock, but the fact that her phone went off and it woke her up. Oh, I think she has to disturb him. But if that if that went off like at three o'clock in the morning, I don't know if I... she would probably kill you. She probably would. Mm. Anyways, welcome everybody to Catch All Podcast. Oh man, are we even now even going to have a theme song? Holy smokes! Well, I, I thought we were going to put the theme song at the very beginning. Very you beginning. know what? Better yet, better yet. We'll talk to you in a sec. Okay. Oh, my stomach. Welcome everybody to Catch All Podcast. I am Parker. Got Adam across from me. Hello. And the Boy Wonder producing Matthew. What it do? Today on Catch All Podcast, we are going to be talking about Under Oath's new album "Erase Me" and just how fucking torqued we are for it. <laughs> well, but uh, the, the the we're g- going to talk about the single that we heard, right? And we're going to talk about teeth. how yes, yes. But first, catch us up, Adam. I actually have some stuff to catch us up Nice! Um, I'm going to rejigger the microphone just a little bit. Okay. Sorry, guys. This might get loud. No, it's not. <laughs> you can keep okay. going. <clears throat> um, anyways, so I worked a lot. Uh-huh. You know, I got a new job. Yep. Working in a cotton mill. Tight. Yeah, it's pretty fun. That is, that is man labor. I am, I mean, like, I'm, I'm impressed. I, I have worked my butt off. Like, mm-hmm. quite literally, I've been losing not, weight. Yeah, and not only am I just impressed that you have, like, a hard manual labor job doing man work 
but the fact that it's Monday through Friday, eight and to you, four, and you get off at a reasonable amount of time, like what? I I loathe that that has fallen into your lap. Come to the um to the gym. Come work at the mill. Will they price match me? Probably not. Okay. Yeah, I I wish they would. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um yeah. So what I do, I am a creeler. Mm-hmm. I probably explained explained this a few weeks ago, but mm-hmm. I can explain it better. Explain now it again for any new listeners we have. Welcome to Catch All Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the social media stuff. And if you really enjoy the show, head on patreon.com slash catch all podcast. Throw us a couple dollars. Twenty-five bucks will get you a seat on the show. And then for that show, the floor is yours and we'll talk about whatever you want. So I'm a creeler and done. Uh, that was a good little pre plug. I didn't see that coming. Thank you. <coughs> but um yeah i'm gonna explain it again because now i actually know my job i understand what i'm doing mm-hmm. so i take these big like 10 pound uh spools it, of thread so like one you would put on a sewing machine that that's like you know an inch wide yes or whatever, it except is that it's yeah girthy just like it's very girthy <laughs> yes okay <laughs> anyways and um i take it and put it on this big wall it's called a creeler. Yep. And um, then I take the pieces of thread, mm-hmm. pull them down. It's, um, I want to say it's 100 columns mm-hmm. and then six rows. Uh-huh. And usually we don't do any less than 450. Mm-hmm. Today, I think both of my orders were 485. Mm-hmm. So I hung, there are two walls. So I hung 485 spools of thread on both walls mm-hmm. twice. Mm-hmm. And um, I pull the thread down, uh, tie it together, and uh-huh. then it goes around, and then it, uh-huh. like, the warper, they have this big giant beam, uh-huh. which is way girthier than this uh, spool of thread. Mm-hmm. And um, they take spool all thread. this thread and just spin it on there. And Okay, so this cotton mill, mm-hmm. what are you milling? Towels. Towels. And hand rags. Tawaias. Tawaias. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. Right. You enjoying um, it so far? I actually do like it. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how I felt about it at first, but Mm -hmm. now that I'm actually getting used to the whole manual labor part, Mm -hmm. because I was a car salesman before that, we didn't do jack diggery squat. Yeah, you were just jerking off behind your desk 75% of the day. I'm not going to say. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, now that I'm actually getting used to the job itself, I like it. Mm -hmm. And um, yesterday they needed me... In another department, literally all I did was pull a box off of a like a conveyor belt, uh-huh. push it through this little machine. Mm-hmm. It's called a strapper. Mm-hmm. Push it through a little machine mm-hmm. and then hit a foot pedal, and it puts one of those big plastic straps around the box. Well, honky dookie. That was super easy. Yeah. Not much manual labor behind that. Tight. My foot got tired, but. Mm-hmm. And so this will give you like benefits, paid time off, yes, all that, all that jazz insurance. After my ninety days is up, yes. After your ninety days are up, unless they screw you over. Before oh god. Oh, at least I actually know about this probationary period. Uh huh. Those guys at McDonough Nissan. Well, I mean, we didn't. Mm. We looked it up. There's supposed to be like a mandatory probation period, and that's you're supposed to be pretty much like quote unquote <coughs> safe during that time period. Yeah. And then after the probationary period, they can, you know let you go yeah i don't know about the legal i don't care about the legal mm-hmm. i'm done and over with with mcdonough i'm done with car sales yeah i mean yeah, i love I just, let, take mcdonough off the map let's burn it burn it to the ground uh, we probably shouldn't say that on the podcast oh. um. <laughs> um 
But no, I, I, I mean, I love dealing with people. I love meeting new people. Mm-hmm. But when it came to sales, the negotiating mm-hmm. is what killed me. Oh. So, um... I gotcha. But yeah, I mean, I like my new job. Tight. Yeah. Sweet. And, um... So, I've actually been getting home early at night. I've been going to bed at a reasonable hour. And, it must um... must be nice, isn't sorry. it? Sorry. I'm sorry. But, um, I've been watching through the Marvel movies... Nice. Uh, we'll talk about that in a few weeks. In a few weeks. I w- started The Incredible Hulk last night with Emily because while on our honeymoon is when Infinity War releases. So one of the nights while we're on the honeymoon, we're going to go see Infinity War. There's a lot of stuff going on on y'all's honeymoon. Yeah. Underoath's going to be here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Emily um, has expressed interest to watch the movies just so she has... I mean, she's seen some of them. Yeah. But she wants to kind of... <coughs> know what's going on and such so we're trying to get her caught up she saw iron man a couple weeks ago nice and then we started incredible hulk last night <coughs> we may get her there before um april yeah but yeah we worked on our itinerary last night trying to figure out what all we're going to do and stuff we got a ghost tour lined up Ooh, so nice. that's paid for we mm-hmm. have the tickets for that um everything else is kind of in limbo with what we're going to do yeah mm-hmm. cool yeah, we have, I mean, stuff priced out. and We're, we're going to definitely go to the Charleston Aquarium. Um, mm-hmm. And then maybe like a plantation and stuff. But yeah. do a lot of just walking around. Go to the beach, go hiking, you know, that kind of lame stuff. Yeah. It'll be fun. We're, I'm excited. Are you going to pop a question? Yeah, I'm going to pop a question. Nice. Gonna, Are you nervous? I'm going to ask her if she'll continue to be my wife. <laughs> Is this like the trial run? Y'all's honeymoon? Yes, yeah, the trial run. See how she um, feels about it? Yeah, I'm ready for this wedding to be over with because it is... It, it, is extremely stressful. Yeah. Not even just for me. I can't. I mean, it's stressful for me. I can't even imagine how it is for with Emily because it's like at her parents' house and she's having to deal with a lot more than I am. Yeah. So it's, it's running a ragged a little bit, and I'm ready for just everything to be put behind us. Yeah, I could imagine. Mm-hmm. But I know you find a lot of comfort with me being by your side yes. as the groomsman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it does put my mind at ease. I, I, I don't see how. Mm-hmm. No. Um. Toys R Us is closing all their yes. stores. You know, they tried just closing a few mm-hmm. just to get out of bankruptcy. Didn't mm-hmm. work. Yeah. That's sad. It is sad. It's, yeah. I mean, it's, that's a staple of my childhood, like waiting, especially around Christmas time for like the Toys oh, R Us yeah. big toy book and then circling all the stuff you wanted for Christmas in it. Man, that was that was so exciting. Yeah. And then, yeah, that's a piece of my childhood just about to die. Yeah, it's it's sad. So now every all the toy stores are going to be online. Mm-hmm. Dang. Um... Which, I mean, you can take it to your advantage a little bit because they're going to have to liquidate these stores so you can go get in there and get you some nasty deals. <laughs> go get you a Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I could. You could. I wonder if they'll be cheaper. They're liquidating the stores, so they're selling stock. Or they're not like company stock because, you know, they're bankrupt. Oh, no, their um, company stock is just like yeah, in no, the Yeah, the stock of their store, they're selling. They're, they have to unload that, so everything's going to be ridiculously discounted. I remember getting some stuff at Circuit City when it went under. If I get off of work early tomorrow, you want to go to Fayetteville? Toys R Us? Um, I'm working at the Evans house tomorrow. Dang it, Parker. Yeah. Crap. You can call and ask me. I may be done and not doing anything. Well, I may not be getting off work early. Um, Mm -hmm. They said it's a possibility Mm -hmm. because one of the machines ahead of us is down, Mm -hmm. so we can't get any of the beams back. Mm -hmm. I mean, they may have fixed it by now, but the two shifts after us don't do Jack Dudley squat. Yeah, call me whenever you're about to go or something, and I may be done. Okay. But, yeah, I'm planning to go to the Evans tomorrow. What yeah. time are you going? Uh, as soon as I wake up, probably like 10 or 11 or something okay. like that. 
Y'all just heard us make plans over the we did, podcast. Live. Um, live. I've been playing Breath of the Wild, speaking of Nintendo Switch. And Wait, I wasn't done with my ketchup. You're not done with the... No. I've also been reading through the Walking Dead comics, mm, um, mm. which that was that mini topic I want to talk about. So oh, okay. we'll we'll touch on that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, but the Marvel movies, this uh, this is not a part of the Avengers universe. But I finally watched Logan. No spoilers because I haven't seen Logan yet. Parker, Dad, Gummit, it's on your voodoo. I know it is. I just haven't watched it yet. So good. Watch it so we can talk about mm-hmm. it. It's really good. Mm-hmm. <coughs> okay. It may eventually be part of the MCU because who knows what they're going to do with like the Fox merger and stuff. That'll be interesting. There's no telling. Mm-hmm. Anyhow. So speaking of Nintendo Switch, I've been playing Zelda Breath of the Wild and dang it, it is a good video game, Adam. I is am it loving, good? Uh, yes, I'm loving it so much. I just defeated another uh, Divine Beast boss right before you got here. Nice. Which had been giving me a little trouble. I, I took, a, took a break, went away, did some more shrines, got some more heart containers, went back to it, got the Thunder Britches Thunder Britches. <laughs> it's like the the rubber pants or th- thunder pants or something like that. It just increases your resistance to lightning damage. Are they really called thunder pants? I think they're called thunder pants. <laughs> you, you can get the thunder. You get the. There's a thunder helm and then a thunder chest piece too. That I don't know. Thunder pants. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like underpants, but thunder pants. Thunder pants. Oh. Uh, so I got those to increase my lightning resistance. Got more heart containers. Did some more shrines. Yeah. Got some more weapons because I needed I needed those one-handed weapons to be faster to be able to knock back this a boss and break yeah. a shield. So I finally, <coughs> finally defeated him. Nice. And it was a good feeling. And then that's when I got the text from Matthew saying y'all are about 10-15 minutes out. So I saved it and then <clears> I put it put it down. But no. man, it's so much fun. I got and touching Mario Kart a little bit because I have that. So I've done a couple races. Is it Pl- fun? I played it with Emily last night and had had a lot of fun with it. Is it any, any different from any of the? <coughs> this is the first Mario Kart I've ever like actually sat down and played. Are you serious? I'm not. Oh serious. my god! I mean, yes, I'm serious. Dang. Yeah, and then I have Mario Odyssey as well. <gasps> have you played that yet? I haven't even opened it. The demo. Mm-hmm. My jaw dropped. Like mm-hmm. I can't wait to play the actual game. Yeah. We'll so ha- cool. Mm-hmm. We'll have to finish at some point, and then we can go up and do a Mario Kart race or something. Oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah, and then. It, the, the Switch is such a cool little device because I know I was ragging on it. I remember a long time ago. Yes. And I was ragging on it, talking about like the onboard memory and all that kind of yes. stuff, like how much RAM it has. Like, I don't even. I don't know. I don't Screw know. all I, that. Yeah, crap. I don't know what I said before, but it is such a fun little device because, I mean, you can be playing, pause it, slide the little Joy Cons on there, pick it up, and then it's just handheld. Immediately yeah. Where immediately where you were. It's and then innovative. You, then you you take off with it. Yeah. And then as soon as you get back home, you just put it down back in there. It's charging charges back up and then you can play with the pro controller which is basically like an xbox one controller yeah basically and it's oh man it's such a good little it's good experience a, a good experience all around a good, a good experience. Uh, all around good experience i am having so much fun with it. And this i played ocarina of time was the only zelda i played all the way through and man breath of the wild is just something special i've never played ocarina of time but mm-hmm. <clears throat> i know a lot of people call that the best one mm-hmm. um i have it on 3ds and that's where i played it nice mm-hmm. the only one i've ever played was um i played part of breath of the wild just mm-hmm. a little bit and um i played twilight princess mm-hmm. you played it on the wii uh or the, yes or because it came up on gamecube too i think so you played it on Wii? Yeah, I played it on the Wii. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, I haven't I haven't really opened the PlayStation since I got in the Switch and been playing Zelda. Mm-hmm. 
which shames me to say because I love my PlayStation so much. But man, yeah, you were obsessed with that thing. I, I am obsessed with it, but just Zelda's so good. I played Rezogun on mm-hmm. your PlayStation the other day, actually. Really? Yeah. Logging my account. Yeah. Classic. I did. Game share. What's yes. up? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been wanting Emily to try because she's not a. She doesn't play games very often. Like we did the Mario Kart race just because it's something easy. Yeah. But I've been wanting her to try Rezogun just because it's like arcadey and stuff, and she likes arcadey games. Yeah. Like when we went to Asheville, we went to the Pinball Museum. They had an arcade room, and like that's she's she's into that. Yeah. It's not not stuff that's super like in depth and involves that kind of deal. Yeah, she just likes simple little video games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, my dad he does too. Um, you can continue talking. I want to pee out the front door. Okay. My dad, a few weeks ago... Matthew, respond like your partner. A few weeks ago, I was playing Rezogun, and Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. he asked me when I cut the PlayStation on. It's been in the living room, because my parents went out of town a couple of months ago, and a couple of my friends came over, and we watched Rogue One Mm. on that TV. And... um, That was was me, too. I think I was one of those friends that watched that with you, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, Matthew came over. Um, it was that day, the same day that I was talking to that Apple chick. Dude, butt up your pants. Why are you... <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was that day I talked to that chick from Apple for like... An hour and a half? It was like an hour and 45 minutes. Boy, you were having and I asked her for a number and she couldn't give it to me. Nice. Oh, she couldn't give you her Twitter name either. Really? No. No, she couldn't do that. No, and she was so cool. I fell in love with this girl over the phone. Dadgummit. And I don't matter. even remember her name. It wouldn't matter. Well, she like what? She lives in like we hit me up that, uh, way up north, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. She was from Lancaster. Lancaster. Where is that? At? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. The only reason I know that's because August burns red, Texas in July, and um, Toda. Toda. But no, uh, my dad was sitting there, and I was about to play Rezo Gun, and um, he said, "What are you about to do?" I said, "About to play Rezo Gun." Uh-uh. You're mm-hmm. not going to play that in here. I said, Dad, it's just like a 3D Galaga. Mm-hmm. And he ended up falling in love with just watching me playing it. Nice. Speaking of Toda, Ricky's on his Instagram page the other day. Yeah. He uh, posted <coughs> a link to the guitarist playing through some riffs of the new album. So, like, it's getting close. Like it Of this or the apocalypse? Yes, of their new... It is getting so... Like, he is playing with your dick so much. It's like... Ugh. It's just, it's right there. He's teasing nice. you. Yeah, he's just rubbing your mouth with the tip of his wiener, just like. Oh, I can, I cannot, cannot wait for it. I am yeah, so that's, excited. That's good. I didn't realize they were working on something new. They've been working on something new for years. Good grief! And then I think he went back to school and got uh, some kind of degree and started up his recording studio, and just life kind of got in the way. One of them got married and had a kid. Yeah, I feel like they just went. Kind of on hiatus for a mm-hmm. little while. But yeah, they've had this album cooking forever. Yeah. And uh, the guitarist, I mean, they're starting to <clears throat> starting to tease it a little bit, having the guitarist play through some of the riffs. Yeah. It's dirty and nasty. I bet. Mm-hmm. I need some chastity. Anyway. Matthew, catch us up. Not a whole lot. You know, been doing some schoolwork lately. Tight. And And um, I actually have a job interview. Ooh. Really? Spicy. <laughs> yes. Um, I got Do you a, care saying where? Uh, I'm... I got a job interview at uh, Longhorns as a host. Nice. Which is really funny because I was not expecting them to call today because I literally applied um, there early this afternoon. I mm-hmm. got a call back like an hour and a half later. Like, Whoa, wow. All that's right. awesome. Good, good deal. Yeah, good for you. So I have an interview um, this uh, Monday at 4, so um, I really hope I do get this job because nice. that will be great. Just yeah. imagine 
Matthew working as a host and then moving back to the kitchen. Yeah. I could see Matthew working in a kitchen at Hell a busy yeah. restaurant. What would, yeah. you, what would you see me doing? Uh, <laughs> a cook. Cook? I could see you as that, like, potty mouth cook. You know, every restaurant. Like titties! Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you remember, we worked at Barnstormers. Ooh, oh. Always Nick. Oh, yeah. It was always you and Nick. Mm-hmm. Always screaming random crap. Grabbing some wieners. Yeah, I'll, and that was before we were friends. Grabbing some donks. You donut. I, I was terrified to talk to you. I don't know why. I don't either. But... Was that yeah. before we were friends? Was that after the... Um, before or after the mission trip? That was... Let's see. The mission trip... I thought it was after the mission trip. It was... Yeah, it was before we became, like, really good friends. We were still getting to know each other. Yeah, it may have been before we got super close. Yeah. Okay. All right. But you're the one who got me in on in on the the experiment station, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those sneaky snacks. Good old fun. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about your little mini topic real quick. All right. So, um, you know, I told you, I've been reading the Walking Dead comics. Yes, yes. How much do y'all know about the Walking Dead? The comics? Not the... the, Well, I mean, just in general. In general. I've seen up to King Ezekiel-ish uh-huh. era. Like, I remember King Ezekiel showing up to Carol while she was staying in a house by herself with his tiger. And then that's the last bit of Walking Dead I remember. So you're not too terribly far behind. About a season, I guess. Yeah. What I've, about you? I haven't um, I haven't watched the uh, second half of this season. I just can't get into it. Maybe the season finale. I know the big plot point that happens... You know, I guess we may spoil here. Well, I mean, I think everybody knows about Carl. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I will say, this season has been a drag, but I may or may not have cried three times watching that episode. I like. It was excruciatingly sad. I mean... Was it, like, artfully done? Like, was it good the way they wrote him out? Yes. Mm -hmm. Why Um, Why do you think... He was going to college. Or that's what I had heard. I, yeah. Well, see, I'd heard something, a differing um, statement about, like, his dad saying something about, like, how it wasn't, like, their wishes that he'd be gone yet, and that's just what the showrunners did. Huh. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't know the specifics. Or, I don't know. I mean, I haven't followed it that terribly close. That's just kind of what I've read on Reddit and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, the whole episode was really sad. I mean, they focused mostly on Carl dying, mm-hmm. and I'm glad they did, because usually they just kind of... Make it a quick little kill off and then uh-huh. move on to talking about killing Negan and it never happens. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But, um, no, the comics, I just finished the first one the day before yesterday and uh, just bought the second one. I haven't started it yet. Mm-hmm. But if it goes the way the first one did, mm-hmm. it's going to be so much better than the show. Really? Yeah, I read the introduction to it, which I never read those. I just mm-hmm. decided to this time. And um, it changed my whole outlook on the show. Oh. You know, I mean, you look at The Walking Dead, you think it's a horror, mm-hmm. like, zombie show. Mm-hmm. But the um, Robert Kirkman wrote in this introduction, mm-hmm. he has no intentions of it being, like, a horror mm-hmm. show. It's really just, it's a survival uh-huh. show. These people's lives after the end of the world, basically. Yeah, pretty much. And well, no, it's not even these people. It's Rick's. Uh, he put on there. I just meant in the pejorative, like this group yeah. of people that whoever Rick is with at that particular moment in time. Yeah. Well, his whole point of this series is to follow Rick. Mm-hmm. Just Rick. Mm-hmm. So that kind of opened my eyes to the whole thing. I mean, I've always kind of 
thought that it was going to lead up to Rick dying. And Carl kind of taking yeah. the reins. Well, obviously that's not going to happen not now. Anymore, but not anymore, it's not. Nope. But, um, no, I mean, the comics, and the way they do things in the comics are so much better. Mm. Like, I know Shane in the uh, TV show, uh-huh. you know, the one who bumped Rick's wife. Bumping uglies. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. Um, you know, how he died in the show, mm-hmm. he became a zombie and then got stabbed. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the comics, Carl shot him. Mm-hmm. Like, little seven-year-old Carl shot Shane. Did, didn't he shoot him? In the show, isn't that what happens? He shot him, and then he turned into a walker, and then had to be killed. No, um, Rick stabbed him, in the, and then he turned into a walker, and then uh, Carl shot him. Okay. I remember that. I remember Carl. Oh, I do remember yeah, that yeah, now. Yeah, Carl had something to do with it. <clears throat> yeah. Well, no. Um, Rick, you're right. Rick did stab him in the field, and then he got up, and that was when, like, oh, man, everybody's infected. Moment. I had forgotten about that. Yeah. But, um, no, in the book... Um, no, Shane, there, Shane, Rick, and Carl go out into the woods and they go hunting. Mm-hmm. And, um, Shane snaps. Mm-hmm. And, um, he goes for Rick. He pulls out a shotgun mm-hmm. because Shane loves Lori. Mm-hmm. And he said, This isn't how this is supposed to be. You should be dead. Mm-hmm. So I need to fulfill that. So he pulled out a 12 gauge shotgun mm-hmm. and he cocked it back. And then, boom. But it didn't show him shooting the shotgun. It just mm-hmm. showed a boom on the comic strip. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing was just his neck exploding. Nice. And Carl shot him like through the jugular. Hell yeah. It was Carl. Uh-huh. Oh. So I thought that was cool. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. Okay. But um, no, the book, it's a lot more graphic. Yeah. Like way. A whole lot more language. Uh-huh. That, that, I remember when like Negan kind of sh- popped around. That was a lot of the kind of kickback was that it wasn't like the same Negan from the comic books because Negan was over the top vulgar, and and I mean since it's a television show on AMC, they can't have that language. Yeah. So it's toned down and it loses the effectiveness. Like he's saying these uh, quote unquote vulgar phrases, but it's like the pg-13 version of yeah. vulgar phrases so it just doesn't have the same <coughs> it's supposed to be like a cartoony over the top betrayal <laughs> and it's not i mean it's not, it's not the same thing yeah you should hear rick talking in the comics mm-hmm. like you think negan's bad in the tv show They're screwing with the wrong people <laughs> <laughs> oh no he, he definitely does not say screwing uh-huh. in the book but mm-hmm. i don't know I might be giving y'all some updates whenever I finish all these books. That, like, a, as I do it. That's we, that's a fun segment, Adam. You, you should, want to? We, yeah, we should do, like, Adam's Walking Dead comic update section. Okay. I'm in a series. Let's call with, it that. We'll come up with a better... Or maybe we'll keep that name. I don't know. But, we'll, yeah, you'll have your own little uh, section talking about Walking Dead comics. Okay. That'll be fun. Yeah, and then once I finish with those, I'm wanting to get into... <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, wait. Hey! That's another thing. Hey, motherfucker! Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, I want to get into the Avengers comics. Oh. I'm just I'm wanting to get into comic books because they're how do you have the physical versions of Walking Dead? Yes. Do you, have you ever heard of Comicology, the app? Yes. I think I, think that, I, have I think that's the digital distribution platform for digital comics. But I don't want digital though. Oh, like, you don't. Oh, I want the hard copies. Okay. I was just I was gonna because they make really cool collectors too. Oh, okay. There you go. But um. No, I was going to see if you knew... This is part of my little mini topic. Mm-hmm. I was going to see <coughs> if you knew anything about these comics. Uh, I mean, I 
I like comic books and like my my big connection to comic books and that kind of thing is like '90s cartoons. Yeah, and that's that's where I like. Oh yeah, I enjoy superheroes. And then I've, I mean, I've, I remember watching the '89 Batman when I was little and stuff like that. But I've never really like read read comic books. Mm-hmm. I have the Death of Superman unopened somewhere because yeah. I got it as a gift. But I was never super big into comic books. Okay, like the physical comic books. I like the story behind. I'll read Wikipedia on comic books forever. Yeah, but I've just never followed them. Okay. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I guess we got a new segment. We got a new segment. So, I'll be back in a few weeks and mm-hmm. to give talk us an about update. This. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's talk about Under Oath's <coughs> album, Erase Me. Throwing a little transition here, I suppose. All right, everybody. We're going to insert a quick local catch here, and then we'll get to Under Oath. Adam, good insertion. This week's local catch is a band, Polly from Adelaide, <coughs> South Australia. Polly is a unique blend of electronic punk, rock, and dance, playing as a two-piece with a guitar and drum. Polly, did I say drum? Yeah. They, they, yeah, they only use a single drum. Wait, they don't, no, really? No, I, I, oh, yeah, yeah. I uh, playing say. as a two-piece with guitar and drums, Polly's unique approach takes shape when live loops are recorded and overdubbed using a multitude of electronic guitar pedals. The drum kit was modified to add the essentials, more cowbell. <laughs> so this is Polly's debut single Robots. Please enjoy.
All right, guys. Really, I the second you ask me to lead one and you start trolling. Yeah. All right, guys, we're back. And um, we're going to talk about this wonderful little band that Parker and I have listened to for a very, very long time. Oh, yeah. Called Under Oath. Oh, yeah. Under Oath has been around since, what, the 90s? Um, I can give you an exact date in just a second. Keep oh, going. Parker's got the wiki up. Yeah, I got the wiki up. 97. Um, since 97. Holy cow, I was four years old. Mm-hmm. But um, Under Oath just, you know... They've been going through a lot of drama the past couple of years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They broke up or well, went on a farewell tour. Well, they left Aaron Gillespie behind. Aaron Gillespie quit in 2000. Uh, well, it was after Lost in the Sound of Separation was released in 2008. Yeah. So sometime after that, Aaron Gillespie left. They released Disambiguation in 2010 with Daniel Davidson, the drummer from Norma Jean. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know his name. Yeah, Daniel, Daniel Davidson. And then they... I don't remember what year it was, but they um, went on a farewell tour. And you and I went to that. We did, we did. Uh, They had two dates in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. It was the two... 2013. Dang, was it that long ago? Mm, Yeah, I think so. I remember it was one night, um, the Chariot opened for them. And who was the other band the other night? Um, uh, oh man, as, as cities burn, yeah, and um, the chariot was phenomenal. Yeah, chariot puts on an awesome live show every time you see him. Yeah, but um, I Used remember to put on an excellent live show every time yeah. you saw him. Now it's sixty eight. Yeah, sixty. I haven't listened to sixty eight. I haven't either. Yeah, I need to. But um, anyways, under oath, they're back, mm-hmm. back from the grave, and they just released a new single. They're teasing or not teasing. They're releasing a new album on April sixth. On April sixth, mm-hmm. called "Erase yes. Me." Yes, Parker, what do you think of that new single? Um, well, just I guess a little little backstory first. Under Oath is just very um, sentimental to me because that's the band that got me into heavy music. Yes, same with me. Yeah, your boy Dirty J introduced me to them, and it was too bright to see, too loud to hear. Because he used to listen to that screamo, screaming, angry devil music, and I was like, what is this? And I remember he would listen to this band called Every Time I Die, and I had this dumb joke about, you can only die once. Oh my gosh. And Wait, I, so the first <laughs> song that you heard by them was Too Bright to Sit. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I remember I remember the, the day specifically, Jake and I carpooled to school in high school together, and he said, I bet you would like this song. <coughs> And he played Too Bright to See, Too Loud to Hear, and there was just a lot of emotion in that song. Yeah. And I was like, wow, there's more to it than just... Screaming nonsense screaming into a nonsense. microphone. There's something deeper here. Yeah. And then, I, yeah, I grew to love them. So it's very sentimental for me. So I've listened to them a lot longer than you have then. Mm-hmm. I listen, the first song I ever heard by them was... Um, it was on one of the... You remember the, they used to do those compilation CDs? Uh-huh. Uh, like the now this now this is what I call music or now that's what I call music. Yeah. Well, there was a Christian one called X Factor. <laughs> of course, there was. And it was sold at all the Christian bookstores. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> that's where you got it. Didn't you? <laughs> that's exactly where I got it. And um, it was like one from two thousand six or seven. And I remember Under Oath was towards the end of it. They always put all the heavier music at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And it was um. Crap, what was the name of that song? I'm going to look that up while I'm trying Riding to think walls? of it. No, no, it was before or then. Older than that? Uh-huh. Uh, Reinventing w- Your Exit. No. 
It was one of the first red. No, it was one of the deep tracks off of one of those albums. I'm hurrying up. The deep tracks. Deep tracks. Deep. What do you mean, huh? Um, you know how you have the singles off of an album, then you've got the deep tracks. Is what it's called. I didn't know that was a term. Really? Yeah. All right. Let's see. It was on. They're only chasing safety. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh, no, some will seek forgiveness. Others. Ah, others escape. Yeah. 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 The one that's got Aaron, yeah. Aaron singing a lot, and then Spencer comes in at the end, like yes. Jesus, will you take me home, kind of. Mm-hmm. That was the first song I ever listened to by them. Wow, that's a, okay. That's an interesting introduction to them because it is it's it's not quite too bright to see, too loud to hear because that's a lot darker. Mm-hmm. But that song, it's got got the same feel with like the dichotomy of like the the clean vocals and then the screaming at the end, but yeah. it's brighter. I would, yeah, it's a lighter tone. Yeah, and then after that. Uh, Define the Great Line came out, mm-hmm. and I instantly fell in love with that whole album. Mm-hmm. And then that's one of my yeah, that's one of my <coughs> favorite albums, just period uh, of anything. Yes, yeah. But uh, anyways, back to your. I just had to tell my under oath. Story. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I'm I'm very sentimentally attached to under oath, and it was sad to see them go. And then, yeah. I mean, they did their reunion tour, which we went to their reunion tour also, and that was in 2015. So two years later, they got Aaron back, mm-hmm. did a reunion tour, the 10-year anniversary of, was it Define the Great Line? Yes. Or was it the 10-year of They're Only Chasing Safety? I think it was the 10-year of They're Only Chasing Safety, but they yes. played both those albums front to back, mm-hmm. which was cool. That was neat. So they played those albums front to back, and I thought, I mean, okay, they did this 10-year reunion thing. They, they have closure now. Yeah. But, I mean, they kept on playing festivals here and there after mm-hmm. that. And then, while I was snowboarding, um, I saw it was like the, the the teaser for it. Like, they changed their profile picture on Facebook to just the yellow background thing. And their website directed to a timer instead of their normal website. So, yeah. everybody started freaking out. Like, oh, something's happening. What does yeah. this mean? And then, sure enough, they released a single the next day. And that's oh. just like... It's unfathomable to me that we are just we're not not just have a new underage single, but are getting a new album. Yeah, which is crazy. It's exciting. Yeah. So hold on just a second. Um, so yeah, Erase Me is going to be released April sixth um, this year, and it was <coughs> it was recorded last year um, by Matt Squire, who has recorded Panic at the Disco and Three Hundred Three. Fun fact. Huh. And it was mixed by Ken Andrews, who has mixed Failure and Jimmy Eat World. <coughs> yeah. Um, and it's being released through Fearless Records this time, rather than Tooth and Nail. That, I can see that. Mm-hmm. I can definitely so, see that. So, you know, it's, it's taken a, d- a different tone now. Um, Their sound is completely different now. It's, yeah. Or with this song. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like... They're only chasing safety with had a. I mean, the older stuff, the original was almost black metal. If you've listened to any of their original, yeah. like original when they had um, the Dallas Taylor, the original vocalist. Yes. And then the changing of times, it started changing around just a little bit. That's when Aaron started singing a little bit. And then they're only chasing safety. They almost went a little poppy in there, but had choruses and kind of it ca- was catchy, clean choruses. But you know. They were kind of following along the lines of like emo. Mm-hmm. They were doing the <coughs> screaming every now and then, mm-hmm. and then um, following with the high pitched male vocals. Yeah, and then um, define the great line, which started getting dark, but yeah, a more not quite full on metal, but more metal vibe to it. And then um, 
loss in the sound of separation really took it heavy. Yeah, with the, well, with the breakdowns. Then disambiguation is just it. It's own kind. Of, it, disambiguation was weird. I didn't really listen to disambiguation. I didn't really care for it. Uh-huh. There's some good songs in there, but it, it definitely. <coughs> I don't know. It just lost the vibe. Once Aaron left, they kind of yeah. lost their vibe. Mm-hmm. And then there was the, 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 the two songs that they released on like their um, the final two singles they had. Mm-hmm. Sunburnt and um, there was one more. Um, uh, bah, 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 bah. Yeah, hold on. Um, you and Michael used to play it all the time. Mm-hmm. Crap, you're gonna say it and then it's gonna be ah. Yeah, keep just keep keep going um, time. I got the albums right here. I'm trying to Yeah, one thing I liked off, Yeah, their anthology, Unsound. Yes. Unsound. Uh I, one thing I liked about them, they had that almost a lot of people called it screamo mm-hmm. sound. It just sounds like a lot of people just banging onto instruments mm-hmm. really loud into a microphone. But one thing I liked about them, they had that kind of Norma Jean mm-hmm. underground screaming, like just heavy feel, mm-hmm. a lot of syncopated beats. Mm-hmm. But it was still, I don't know, like it still sounded professional. I don't know what I'm yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. say. Organized chaos. Yes, organized that, chaos. That's the way I've heard the chariot described before, which is more chaotic Oof. than under oath, but <laughs> the same vein, just like organized chaos. Yeah. Um, well, I think the chariot is just unorganized chaos. Yeah, yeah. So we have On My Teeth, which is the single that Under Oath has released in preparation for Erase Me, being fully released on April 6th. Yeah. So what are your initial thoughts of <coughs> On My Teeth? I wasn't expecting it mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it, it's almost like they're going, which I really hope they don't, mm-hmm. it's almost like they're going the same direction as Bring Me the Horizon went. Really? And of mice and men went for a little while, mm-hmm. but they're of mice and men's back to their roots. They've yeah. gotten heavy again, but it's it's almost like they're kind of following along the lines of like that post, uh, like that post metalcore mm-hmm. sound where there's more singing, mm-hmm. synthy, mm-hmm. and um, but I mean I'm not bashing on the new single. I really like it. Mm-hmm. Are you, are you, so you like the single the way it is, but you're you're kind of hesitant that the direction of the whole album yes. is going to be where you don't want it to go. Yes. Okay. See, I I don't I don't think so. Like I I like the the single the way it is, and mm-hmm. I don't think the album is going to go that way. Not with especially Aaron being back in the mix. Like I think it. I don't think there's that much singing in it because he really only sings on like the the chorus and it's not that much. Yeah, it's really more uh, Spencer. Mm-hmm. singing and it's i mean and it's only just a little <coughs> bit it's, it's the, you know mainly like screamed vocals of the um verses and it's yeah. just a little bit of singing in the choruses but i mean i really i mean they're i'm really digging digging the song it's different because under oath was very much outspoken christian band when they were around mm-hmm. and then they like the people started growing apart and evolving and changing and they're not all on the same page anymore and aaron actually has a quote um that I'm going to read that I, I okay. think kind of sums it up really well about like, the direction they're taking. He says, uh, drummer Gillespie said of the album, we've had success and we've come through a lot of waters. Come through lo- a lot. Yeah, no, that's right. Come through a lot of waters. There's been 11,000 things we've been through. So, <clears throat> Dang it, what is happening? So you would think almost rhetorically, <coughs> what do you need now? All of us are finally in the place in our lives that um, where the only thing we care about is the inclusion for everybody, for the world. For me, exclusion is the scariest thing in the world. And I think Under Earth coming back now with a new record, which none of us thought was possible. We want people to know that this is your music and you can 
feel however the fuck you want about it. <laughs> I just want to prove that we are doing everything in the most honest way we ever have. This is the healthiest we've ever been as a group of people, as musicians, and in our worldview. See, now I've noticed... Um because they've never had expletives in their songs before. No, they and haven't. And On My Teeth drops the F-bomb right at the beginning. Yeah. And a lot of people raise Kane about uh-huh. that. Now, I, I mean, I'm on, I'm, on the, um, I'm on the page with Gillespie, which he's still one of the ones, as far as I know, is like still a Christian. Like, you can hire and come. Mm-hmm. Like, play worship services and stuff. But it's just the, it, the way Christianity is changing as a whole is changing. Yeah. And it's, you know, they're... They're being true to themselves, and it's okay if, like, all the people don't believe the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I me personally, I don't, I mean, you know how I feel about cussing. I mean, mm-hmm. I, me personally, I don't really do it much. Mm-hmm. I don't, but I don't see a problem with it as long right. as it's not being used in a derogatory sense, like to bring someone down. Right, right. Which you can bring someone down anyway to begin with. So I, th- I think the whole like cussing argument's kind of antiquated now at this yeah. point. I think for the majority of people, it's like, all right, let's. There's bigger fish to fry for <coughs> profanity. There's bigger problems in the world. So I yeah. think, I think them opening with this song for their new album and then having like an expletive <coughs> right at the beginning is like, okay, this is the new undergrowth. This is where we are. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. Well. You know, it kind of makes me think of when uh, King's Kaleidoscope uh-huh. was supposed to play at that uh, Christian, uh, yes. uh, the Christian festival. Mm-hmm. I think it was last year, <coughs> and the song "A Prayer." It's a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. Uh, they dropped the f bomb, mm-hmm. and a lot of people didn't like that because they're a Christian band. Mm-hmm. But <coughs> I don't think they're a worship band. I think they did that for the artistic value. Mm-hmm. They did it because the song was based off of... I remember listening to an episode of Bad Christian. They mm-hmm. were interviewing the singer for that. And the song was based off of a prayer. He was rock bottom. Uh-huh. And it was so literally... That, that, you know, he's writing a song that's hearkening back to a real emotion. Yeah. So like, why See, do you have to and prance, that's, like, prance around emotion like you know yeah and that's that's why i don't really have a problem with it that much now would i ask them to come and sing that at my church no mm-hmm. um but they're doing it for the artistic value and i i come i will back that uh-huh. to the ends of the earth yeah and, and i think me um, i think maybe a church it, it itself that wouldn't be the right place and i, I think they would they would see that too if they were coming to play like a worship service yeah. they probably wouldn't do that but a Christian festival is a little different it's <laughs> that more, is different it's more of you know, a concert and it's yeah. you know it's a different environment where I think that would be acceptable yeah yeah it's but I mean like I said I, I'm an artist mm-hmm. and I mean one that's one thing about music is you can use that to express feelings mm-hmm. that you can't say mm-hmm. and I, that's exactly why he put that in that song it was to show people the pain and the anguish that he was going through mm-hmm. and that's kind of what has been said about this new album is it, especially the on the, the the song on my teeth is that it's you know they're writing a song about feeling cast out and betrayed and taken advantage of and you know like yeah. the, the songs like you might um won't be your effing prey or something so just like taking advantage of and there i mean he's these are real emotions and real yeah. lyrics that have meaning behind them. <coughs> yeah and then so. if at some point that's the only word that can convey what you're you're feeling yeah so i, I mean i think it's perfectly acceptable and i'm excited to see where the rest of the album's going to go yeah i mean I, man mm-hmm. I'm, I'm nervous nervous okay 
But. We'll see, we'll see April sixth, and we'll, we'll do like kind of what we did with August Burns Red, just kind of listen to the whole album, and then come back and kind of talk about it as a whole. And see, hopefully, see we'll we have a guest on the show. Yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm. Sad day. Yep. <laughs> We're trying. Yeah. Things are cooking. Things are brewing, but it's just hard scheduling, especially with a wedding coming up. Yeah. So uh, is that all you got to say about that? that? That's all I got to say. I'm excited for it. Um, yeah. I like the song as a single by itself, and I am excited to see what the rest of the album is going to be like. I am too. Yeah. It's going to be neat. Mm-hmm. So let's um, yeah, take a short break, and then we'll plug it out of here. Plug, plug it on out. Yep. Spurly picking it up. This has been Catch All Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that social media stuff. Be sure to head over to Apple Podcasts, throw us a subscribe, and you can get the podcast automatically downloaded and then listen to it every other week on Fridays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Be sure to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That'd be great and help us rise up in the rankings where more people can find out about the beauty and the majesty of Catch All Podcast. Um, and any other podcast service of your choice. Minus Spotify. They're weird. We're trying to get that figured out. Yeah, we're working on it. Um, SoundCloud, if you're into that kind of thing. We're the SoundCloud rapper of podcasts. <laughs> and also be sure to head over to <coughs> patreon.com slash catchallpodcast. Throw us a couple bucks. That'd be great. Um, we'd really appreciate that. And $25 will get you a seat on the show. And the show will be yours at that point. We'll talk about whatever you want. Before we close, can I say one more thing? Sure. Um, someone that a lot of people look up to passed away the night before last. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Stephen Hawking. Mm-hmm. He did. May he rest in peace. May he, that, he died at yeah. 76? Something like that. I'm yeah. not sure how old he I think was. He was, in, he was in his 70s. Yeah. yeah, I just wanted to mention that. Yeah, Stephen it was an Hawking. honorable mention. He was, a, he was a good one. We lost one of the greats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have a special treat that we have talked about uh, doing at the beginning of the year, so be sure to keep a lookout on our YouTube channel. You should be seeing something fun in the next few days. Yes. Yeah, thank you. We're Catch All Podcast. We will see you in two weeks. Matthew, say bye. Bye. All right, try it again. Round two. Check microphone levels. Check. Still just huh. a check in. P sounds. S sounds. Dang. What? I was checking my S's. <laughs> All right. How slithery are they? Are they super sharp? <laughs> super sharp. Mm. Matthew, say something. Titties. Titties. <laughs> hey, I sent you a text. Did you? Yeah. Hold on. Let me see if I got an EX. Oh, my gosh. Bike. Parker. Oh, Loogie is coming back. I have a Loogie. No, do, 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 mm. do you know what Loogie is? Yeah, of course I know what Loogie is. Okay, it's coming back. <coughs> Let's see. Um, Did I get an EX-ray invite? Can I stop? Nope. Yep. <laughs>